Hi, hi everybody. My name is Stephen Turner and I am the president of Gesher Galizia and the founder of the Nonvernish Data Research Group. I am joined today by Darcy Stamler, who is the treasurer of Gesher Galizia and Alex Denisenko, who lives in Lviv, Ukraine, formerly Lvov, and during the times of Galizia, of which it was the capital, Lemborg. Alex, as many of you know, who listened to our podcast last week, is a good friend of ours and is a tour guide and genealogy researcher. He works with Geshe Galizia on special projects like, I, like he is doing now with Rabbi Moshe Kolesnik of Ivano Frankis. Welcome, Alex, and thank you for joining Darcy and me today on such short notice. No problem, my pleasure. So last time we spoke, 11 days ago, it seemed like we in the United States were more nervous about events than you in Ukraine. You yourself thought that Putin was more rational than to start a war. Do you think you miscalculated or you didn't know how crazy he was? Or you think he was just boxed into a corner? I think I, think I was wrong. I, <laughs> I did not expect that he is uh, that crazy. Uh, what had happened this morning was a shock for me. And I'm also under the shock. I'm really tired of all this information and it's uh, heartbreaking heartbreaking news and uh, what he's doing it's a, it's a, it's a mere crime it's it's unbelievable it's an absolute and um, crime. there is no any justification no any um, explanation any logical explanation for what this uh, idiot is doing all right now Lviv is in western ukraine were you right. surprised that the initial Russian strike included Western Ukraine? Yes, and it was uh, absolutely absurd. You see, in the morning I spoke with Mo Moshe Kolesnik. He lives not far from the area where this uh, explosion took place. And he actually woke up because of it. It's, it's, it's a small airport. It used to be a military airport in the past. And I think it's still being used, but very, very seldom. For, for some sort of training. It's it's not the regular airport, as I understood. It's not the one that... Oh, it's um, not the regular uh, Ivano uh, Frankis where it's the... It's not the one to which... Uh, from? Yeah, it's, it's different. Oh, okay. And it's been used uh, during the Soviet times for, for certain military training, and it's by, by, by now it's obsolete. And there is just, uh, just some, some storage for uh, fuel. And uh, as I understood, missile got into this... Uh, uh, reservoir with fuel, and this caused a terrible blow. And what kind of threat to the Russian Federation or whomsoever uh, this uh, airport could be? It's it's a question mark. It's it's really now Ivano Frankis is far inland. So, uh, do you think these missiles were fired from like a helicopter or something like that, or how how do you think uh, they got at this airport? I think I think they were they were, they were launched from uh, from airplanes from the airplanes, because uh, uh, the nearest uh, Russian air, airports to Ivano Frankivsk are in Tiraspol, which is Transnistria, Transnistria like the un unrecognized republic, which is around uh, three hundred kilometers from Ivano Frankivsk, and the other um, I think it's more. Um, a uh, probable option that uh, the the planes came from uh, Belarus, from right. from 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 the Belarusian uh, airports, right. and were launched uh, closer to 
to the target closer to Ivano Frankivsk. Right. But I repeat again, it's it, it, it's 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 absurd because this airport and this facility uh, is of no any military significance. It's just probably it was a mistake. Probably they had some old uh, uh, Soviet era maps that showed this airport as some important uh, strategical object. In fact, it is not. Well, maybe that's a good sign to show that their intelligence is not that good. Yeah, this must have been a mistake because okay. uh, spending uh, what they spent for it and uh, not, not to say about well, moral moral issues, it's, 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 it's absurd. All. Okay, now many, what we see on the news is that many people in the East in Ukraine are now fleeing the West. And it is right, said that many right. in the West are trying to get into Poland. Now, what are yes, your plans? True. And what are you how what are you thinking of what to do with your family if Lviv should fall under Russian hands? Uh, I'm not ready. I'm not ready to, to, to answer because uh, <laughs> I did not take any decisions. Right. Well, first of all, if I go to Poland, I'll have to find some work there because uh, I'm not a rich man. And I cannot sustain my, my living there for, for a long time. Secondly, there could be some uh, um, COVID uh, injection um, issues and other things that could prevent me of going there. And um, a bunch of other things. So far, I think I would stay here. I do not have any immediate plans, but situation may get much, much worse than... Uh, people when when bombs are falling over their heads they're just uh, rushing wherever they could yeah. which could also be the issue well do you think so, that maybe you should think about uh, like a, a, a worst case scenario of what you're going to do so that you're not you know you're ready when it if god forbid it does happen maybe maybe i'm not i'm not ready to to to, to, to give answer to this question maybe i should go maybe somewhere outside the city on the other hand, Lviv does not have any major military facilities, just um, what some repair repair factories for military equipment, that's it. Yeah. And um, hardly it's... Uh, however, you see, <laughs> judging by, by the airstrike over uh, Ivano-Frankivsk air, air, airfield, <laughs> there is no, not too much logic in what they're doing. Right. And uh, uh, they're just bombing to intimidate and... Uh, the guy turned nuts and uh, he's just doing all kind of crazy, crazy, crazy things. Yeah. So let's let's um, Alex, just, you know, kind of sticking with this uh, topic for a second about, you know, movement within Ukraine by Ukrainians. Um, are you have you sensed uh, you in community? You know, I'm sure you're in communication with people in your city, in Ivano Frankis, Ivano Frankis Oblast and the rest of the Lviv Oblast. Are you getting any sense that um, there's a, there's, well, certainly, uh, well, any sense that there are significant, you know, preparations uh, being undertaken for the population, you know, pockets of the population to make moves, you know, further west, uh, perhaps into Poland or, or elsewhere? Are you getting, I mean, in yes. communication? Yes, yes, indeed. Yeah. In the, in the district where I live, uh, it's, it's the very center of Lviv, nice area, actually. And there are many uh, apartments that are rented out to visitors. Recently, I saw many uh, fancy cars, which I've never seen before, 
like uh, beautiful, expensive cars, $50,000 or more for, for a piece, you know. Uh, I've never seen such cars in this area before, uh, which means people came from, from the Eastern Ukraine, wealthy people came from the Western Ukraine, and um, uh, they probably stay here for, 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 for a while before, before going elsewhere. Or maybe to stay longer because Lviv is in any case safer than, uh, let's say, Eastern Ukraine, like Sumy or Kharkiv. So, and uh, also even today, I got a call from my friend Igor Shupak, who is head of the Menorah uh, mm. Museum in Dnipro, which is a major, the largest actually Jewish history museum in this country. And he with his wife is, just came to, to Lviv and he asked about helping uh, to, to, to rent an apartment somewhere in the city center, because situation in Dnipro where he lives is... Uh, more dangerous than it is here. Right. So, so what you're sensing right now is movement from the east to the western parts of Ukraine. Are you sensing? Yes. Are you sensing preparations for another movement? Again, you know, within the people that you know that are talking that you're talking to within, you know, the Lviv Oblast, within the mm -hmm. Oblast, probably to Poland, probably yeah. Poland, Hungary, would be the the first uh, points of um, of movement. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Unfortunately. Um, many many people are planning to 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 go to move up to Poland. Actually, there was a, a TV broadcast today showing lines at Shigini. Shigini is a small small town at the border near Muschiska. You probably know Muschiska. Right. It was predominantly Jewish town uh, before the Shah. And uh, in Shigini Muschiska, uh, there is a long line of vehicles, and there is also like a pedestrian crossing with the. Uh, thousands of people waiting uh, in the line to cross into Poland. And Poland actually has made uh, uh, entry regulations uh, milder. So a, mm -hmm. a person who trespasses the country can also just show the PCI test and uh, may not necessarily be uh, fully vaccinated. So mm -hmm. if, if one would like to go to Turkey or to Israel or wherever, uh, he could transpass uh, this. Uh, he could transpass Poland. Uh, I remember when uh, you guided uh, a trip that I was on with the other descendants from mm -hmm. the state of Lodnadvorna. You told us to be prepared because we went from Warsaw. We went through. Uh, we stayed in Zamosh overnight. Yes, yes we nice wanted place. to. We yes, we wanted to be near the border in the morning because he said it could take a full day to cross the border. It may take because of bureaucracy and uh, inefficiency, in inefficiency of officials. So the you think they're making, have... it, they're making it a little bit easier now? Yes, yes, because... yes, I think so. Yes, I think so. Uh, and, plus and you... all, the, ahead, all the flights uh, from Ukraine and to Ukraine, all the airspace of Ukraine is closed now, so you cannot fly anywhere from Ukraine. And the only way to get out uh, from the country is on land. Right. And so, Alex, you know, when I was with you three years ago um, and you left me uh, in Lviv and then I took a train into Poland from there. Um, mm -hmm. What about the train? Is that uh, you see any interruption at this point with the, the trains moving through? Uh, I don't think so. I think that they're, they're, they're yeah. functioning. The trains are OK. Uh, but um, the, the, the trains coming from Kiev to, to the West are overbooked, judging right. by the last uh, broadcasts. And uh, getting, getting a ticket is, uh, is a bit problematic. And, but, well, it's, but, it's possible, but uh, they are in very high demand. For people 
who want to drive from, let's say, Kiev to Lviv, it's a long ride. You're going to have to fill up with gas a few times. Is it difficult? Uh, do gas stations have uh, gas or in Kiev? In Kiev and uh, in in Kiev, there is deficit of of gasoline. There are lines at the gas stations. In Lviv, uh, so far, I think situation is okay. And However, it, it may change at, at any moment. Know? And the areas Sorry? in between, as far as you know, like to travel from Kiev, Kiev into Lviv, the on the areas that you'll be traveling through, it, it's not difficult to get gas in those areas, as far as you yes, know? Yes, yes. That's what they show on TV. They say it's, it's difficult to buy gas on the road between uh, Kiev and Lviv at the moment because of the deficit and uh, very high demand for, 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 for gas. Yeah. Do you feel safe going out on the streets? Well, <laughs> I, I feel claustrophobic uh, being, how to say it better, um, jammed or over, overwhelmed, better to say, with uh, all this terrible news. And I feel better outside. Mm -hmm. But when you go outside, you see many uh, people with, with guns and uh, some military, and uh, they look a bit frightening. But uh, generally, Today was a very beautiful day, um, like, like, like spring, you know, uh, a nice day and very peaceful day. And uh, it was nice, nice outside. I feel, I feel, I feel safe outside. Now, Actually, are the stores open if you needed to buy food? Do you have enough food in the house? Yes, yes. Uh, food and groceries uh, are in no deficit in the morning, in the morning, however. I've decided to go and uh, withdraw some uh, paper money, some some cash, because if banking system is down, mm -hmm. uh, it will be impossible to to use a banking card. So um, uh, I went and saw that uh, most of the ATMs were uh, out of money or dysfunctioning, and those that were that had money and uh, were functioning, long lines for hours. However, in the second part of the day, probably they provided more cash to the rest of the ATMs, and this issue was resolved. In the afternoon, you can get, uh, as, it was possible to get as much money as, as, as one wants. And the same with groceries. People are buying, what well, they're buying, they're buying some macaroni, spaghetti, potatoes, sugar, matches, and uh, things like that. But uh, the supply is sufficient. The supply is sufficient. You come to a grocery store and see a lot of things. People are buying a lot of uh, mineral water because they're afraid if uh, if they hit uh, the power station the electricity would go down and uh, automatically a water supply would uh, be disrupted right right now now um many countries as we know move their embassy staffs into lviv yes now with the exception of you already spoke about seeing the fancy cars in the street that you you, you were not used to seeing. Is there any other change that you notice in the city as a uh, because of the result of these embassies coming to Lviv? Not really, not really. Not really. But I see some people, well, <laughs> whom I didn't see before, not, not typical for this area, speaking uh, like Spanish, for example. Well, English-speaking people or Polish-speaking, German-speaking people, uh, it was uh, like a um, common issue. However, more people speaking some other languages like um, Spanish or some certain, some like like Slavic languages and other languages. Uh, however, I think this um, 
only part of the diplomatic personnel keeps on staying here. As far as I know, most people from the Polish consulate uh, to Lviv um, moved, uh, moved to Poland today. Really? Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Mm. Well, I know uh, I read that Israel uh, moved their embassy to Lviv and mm -hmm. they sent the coordinates of their new consulate or whatever to Russia so that if they would bomb Lviv to avoid the embassy. So I would imagine most other countries did that also. So there, maybe Russia would think twice about you know uh, hitting some targets in Lviv because well, if 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 the leader of Russia is is at all able to think, I think he I think he is overrun with his crazy emotions, and uh, he's not on the logical line. Right, right. So. Um, I texted today with our with our friend Tatiana, who lives in Nadvirna, and she is very worried that Russia will attack Nadvirna because of the oil plant there. Now, That's Tatiana possible. is a person that Darcy and I spoke to last week who told us that everything was normal and she doesn't even watch the news. Now, of course, she and the whole city, which is mm -hmm. the state of where my father was born, are very worried. Now, uh, do you think they should be? And do you think those kind of plants are, are targets of, uh, of the crazy They man? could become, they could become, they could really? become targets, yes. At the moment, Putin said that um, they, they just, uh, they have very exact, very precise um, military equipment and they hit only uh, points of military significance, places of military significance, no civilians. Etc. Etc. Blah blah blah. But well, war is war. First of all, secondly, he is not a serious man, and uh, he's a liar. He's lying all the time. He's saying one thing and does something completely different. So it is difficult to predict. Now, do you get CNN or other American networks in Lviv? And do you see what? CNN. Do you get CNN? Oh yes, yes. I can. I can uh, turn on to CNN and. They just showed uh, Biden. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I, I want to tell, I tell the, the listeners that this is being recorded while Biden is speaking, so we don't know what he said. So it's <laughs> well, not like we could ask uh, uh, Alex about that. And well, he spoke in, about, about sanctions. Sanctions, okay. sanctions. But do you trust the news you get from Ukrainian networks? Well, all news now... It's war now, and you cannot trust any news because uh, all the parties are putting things in the in the light they're 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 willing to in the light that would uh, show uh, well their 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 values their 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 strength and uh, they will not speak about uh, weak points. So uh, news in the situation like that could not be true true true. Do you have some something more you want to ask? You know, I, I was just, it was uh, as I was sort of half dozing off or trying to last night. Um, I, I saw something out of the corner of my eye that Putin had said something about you know part of his uh, rationale here was the quote unquote denazification of Ukraine. <laughs> I think he wants to compare Ukraine with the Nazi Germany. Nazification was a term used after right. after the Allies. Uh, defeated Hitler, and there was the process of denazification, right. which means right. uh, uh, removal of the Hitler's uh, ideology. 
and the Which associates is, uh, and, and all of and, that. Uh, and, of Putin, that. and Putin wants, yeah. to sh wants to say that uh, modern Ukraine and Nazi Germany is, is the same issue. Exactly. That's what he wants to say. Right. Do you have any sense within Ukraine how that played out uh, among the Ukrainian people after he said it yesterday? Well, um, does, well people I mean, are just... clever, clever enough to understand that uh, he is uh, saying absurd things. Right. Well, it's it's not true, and uh, right, right, well, yeah. Because there are different kinds of people, and there are some some nationalists and some cosmopolitans and whosoever. But it's a democratic democratic country and variety of opinions. But speaking about denazification, it's yes. uh, yeah. well, uh, it's his propaganda trick. It's his right. propaganda trick. Right, right. He Isn't wants that? to 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 uh, to convince. Uh, uh, Russians that uh, he's uh, fighting against some ultra nationalists mm -hmm. who are anti-Semitic, who are anti-Russian, who are anti right. anything but but themselves. But uh, well, you've been here, you know that it's not really so. Well, of course, there, there are different types of people. Some are more, say, nationalistic. Some are less nationalistic. Some are cosmopolitan, like well, but uh, <laughs> telling you, Ukraine a Nazi country. Yeah, comparing yeah. it to Nazi Germany, it's uh, it's yeah. not true. It's uh, it's wrong. Now, last week you said that you thought Zelensky was pretty popular with the people. Would you say the same thing is true now? Maybe he's more popular. Yes, or less yes, popular he behaves. Or... He behaves and shows him as a strong leader. Yeah, his he spoke speech... many times on on television today, and uh, his uh, his uh, his talks, uh, his speeches were uh, logical and. Uh, he was expressing himself uh, with uh, with emotions, but very clearly. And um, so far, so good. He and his team are un under this difficult uh, situation are are are, uh, are doing are doing good. Mm -hmm. Are mm -hmm. well. His speech was very adequate. well received and very and praised in the, in the United States from like ninety nine percent of the people. But. Uh, uh, yeah, we 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 see we seem to feel here that he is a strong leader that is doing a good. Yeah, job. he's stronger than uh, people expected. Yeah, and he's stronger, stronger than, I think than, than Putin had hoped for. So yeah, yeah. And, Any uh, sense uh, of how the Ukrainian military is doing now? Well, nobody knows. <laughs> judging yeah. judging by the Ukrainian coverage, well, they're doing not so bad. Uh, there were fights, and they defeated. Uh, they, they they destroyed over a dozen of Russian tanks and uh, mm -hmm. seven or eight airplanes. And but uh, it's wartime news, you know. You may believe it or not. Right. Uh, Russian army um, occupied Chernobyl, by the way, Chernobyl area near this uh, right power station, and they are in this area. But they're coming and going. One one platoon surrendered. They said that we did not uh, agree to go fight Ukrainians. We were just brought here for military training and surrendered to Ukrainian army. Um, in the in the east, in the southeast, uh, near Kherson, they're, they're heavy battles. And they're planning to reopen the Crimean channel to supply drinking water to Crimea. Uh, so situation is, uh, is unclear, is unclear now. We do not know what's um, really now, does, going does, on. Does Ukraine have air defenses when these missiles are going? Are there any? Is there anything being shot at these missiles? Yeah, something. Something was shot, but 
Ukrainian air defense seems weak. Okay. Some 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 airplanes were shot, right? And uh, one or two helicopters were also. But uh, there were there were dozens uh, air, Russian aircrafts flying over Ukraine and uh, having no. Plus, maybe they had uh, some special jamming system that um, prevented them from being from, from being visible on radars. Is cell phone service uh, at normal now? At the moment, at the moment, yes. At the moment, yes. In the morning, there were interruptions. Uh, one of the providers they 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 were misfunctioning. The, the, there was no connection, and. Uh, uh, some of the banks, some of the banks uh, didn't work well. I mean, net-based, net-based uh, bank services didn't work. However, my bank worked. Uh, I mean, Privat Bank of Ukraine, it, it, it was functioning all the time. And uh, finally, I've managed to get some paper money, some some, some cash from from the card, which is uh, well logical. So I to. I imagine people are not going to work other than essential workers now. They right? do, they do. They People do? go to work. Yeah. They're going to their offices and... Uh... Yeah, well, they, they've been to their offices today until mid, well, until two or three o'clock. Then uh, it was up to them to stay or to go home. But generally, well, I think people go to their works. Okay. Would you, how would you say the people of Ukraine feel about the United States now? <laughs> well, they feel, they feel positive, but... Uh, they want more support because um, they're not angry at any way. You don't. You don't I will not say angry. I will not say angry, but uh, definitely Ukrainians um, and Ukraine's country needs more support. And I'm not sure whether the the sanctions that uh, Joe Biden introduces would uh, would help uh, uh, to resolve this issue. I uh, mean, Ukraine other than other than sending troops, what? What kind of support more well, military equipment? Can... Military equipment. Are vehicles, they not? Uh... Are they not sending enough now? No, no, They're not sending so. enough. Mm -hmm. And uh, and probably radar systems for 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 air defense. Now 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 with the airspace over Ukraine being closed now, how would they get that in? How and the ports? I would imagine that they're well. It's close. The, it's, it's close for commercial. Uh, airplanes for military, well, they fly regardless or whatever they fly, whatever, right? So anytime they, they so they would let cargo so cargo planes from other countries, uh, mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, but they, yeah, they, they would open themselves up to attack by Russians, I would assume. You know, they Russia sees supplies coming for the Ukrainian army that could like make the the fight a wider fight yes it's a risk but it's war it's <laughs> yeah. war is war <laughs> right right also the, there is an option to to bring stuff from poland from germany by, right. by land right by by trucks that's a, right that's what they were saying this morning on 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 with some of the american you know uh, ge former generals that that's how the movement would take place you know uh, by land coming from those border countries right Okay, well, uh, do you have anything else, Darcy? No, not right now. Thank you. Okay. Uh, well, I thank you. We thank you, Alex. Okay. Thank uh, you, Alex. For, My pleasure. And please know that we're all thinking about you and all our other friends in Ukraine. 
and that you have our unconditional support and we're praying for you guys. And when you Thank speak you. to Rabbi Kolesnik next, mm. please. I will, I will convey. And, please, uh, yeah, thank you. regards. Okay. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Alex. And Alec. Uh, thank hopefully you. we'll have good news to report. So, so, so do I. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you, Bye. Alex. Bye-bye.